This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This is Engadget. It's Thursday, March 25th. Here's what's happening in the world of technology. Brought to you by TurboTax Tips. If you've ever wondered what's fact or fiction when it comes to taxes, TurboTax Tips can help. With expert tips in five minutes or less, it's quick and easy to learn how to maximize your tax refund. Just search TurboTax Tips wherever you listen to podcasts. On Wednesday, Facebook disclosed that a group of Chinese hackers had tried to use its platform to target people in the Uyghur community. The company says the collective, which is known as Earth Impusa, or Evil Eye, went after about 500 individuals, many of whom were activists, journalists, and dissidents living abroad in countries like the U.S., Australia, and Canada. The Uyghurs are a mostly Muslim Turkic minority ethnic group that is persecuted in China and has been targeted by Evil Eye in the past. In this case, the group's efforts were thorough and multifaceted. The hackers created fake Facebook accounts to pose as members of the Uyghur community to try and trick their targets into clicking on links to malicious websites. They also set up fake websites and an Android app store to distribute software with malware hidden in its code. The company linked those malicious apps to two Chinese developers, but stopped short of implicating the Chinese government in the campaign. This activity had the hallmarks of a well-resourced and persistent operation, while obfuscating who's behind it, Facebook said. On Facebook itself, the group's efforts primarily consisted of using the platform to send links to malicious websites instead of sharing any malware there directly. Facebook said it had shared its finding with other companies so that they too can detect the group's hacking attempts and stop them. In other news, early yesterday, Slack began rolling out a new feature that allowed paid users to send a direct message to any other Slack user as long as they had their email address. The company is now disabling the option to send someone a message with an invite to chat after several individuals and publications like The Verge highlighted the potential to use it for harassment. We are taking immediate steps to prevent this kind of abuse, beginning today with the removal of the ability to customize a message when a user invites someone to Slack connect DMs. Jonathan Prince, Slack's VP of Communications and Policy, told The Verge, We made a mistake in this initial rollout that is inconsistent with our goals for the product and the typical experience of Slack connect usage. Twitter employee Minoti Minutillo first highlighted the potential loophole left open by Slack connect DMs. The feature, which Slack envisioned as a way for people across different organizations to connect, didn't give individuals an easy way to opt out. Making matters worse, Slack forwarded the invites and any accompanying message using its feedback at slack.com address, which meant you couldn't filter the messages through your email client without blocking important notifications from Slack and your organization. 
Granted, if you already had someone's email, you could just as easily send them abusive messages that way or harass them on any number of other platforms. But it's exactly these types of loopholes you expect a company like Slack to account for and test when they introduce new features. If you want to catch the latest tech news as it's happening, check out Engadget.com or tune in again every weekday. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.